Hi, everybody. This is John Egan from New Life Worship, and you are listening to Worship Ministry Catalyst. It's time once again for the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast with your hosts, David Lindner and Kevin Cruz. Worship Ministry Catalyst is a resource for all worship leaders and team members serving in the local church. Take a seat at the table and join the conversation as David, Kevin, and their guests discuss all things worship, from team dynamics to technology to song selection. Feel free to poke fun at David's hair, talk football, or bring up other topics that have nothing to do with worship. We want to add your voice to the conversation. Find us on Twitter at twitter.com slash WMCatalyst. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash worshipministrycatalyst. Or just head over to worshipministrycatalyst.com and drop a note in the comments section of any episode. And now, it's time for the show. Hey, everybody. Hey, hey. Everybody. Hey, everybody. Everybody in the club getting tips. <laughs> wow. Wow. You know that song? You know, I've heard it, but um, the the fact that you just went there is what made me laugh. Her, her buddy. It's just because it's like, it doesn't say everybody. It's yeah, everybody. Her buddy. It's like, uh, like America. Yeah. America. 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 God bless America. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's like, let's just, let's just start leaving out syllables and just making up new Remember words. in Survivor because you're a Survivor fan. Yeah, was it uh-huh. last season uh, when they joined? Yeah, when they joined the tribe, <laughs> when they had the tribe merge, yep. and it was it was what should we call ourselves? And it's like we should call America. Call ourselves Team America. Team America. And the one girl is like, "What is wrong with everyone? <laughs> how did we? How did we choose that name? Yeah. What is wrong with you people? Oh, funny. Yeah, no, no patriotism anymore. Oh man! Just lost our soul. <laughs> anyway, yeah. so here we are, episode one sixty, one six zero of the Worship Ministry Catalyst podcast. I didn't ask his permission, but we're gonna do it anyway. Okay. So, <laughs> so uh, yeah. So if you're upset with us, we apologize. Yes, but it's positive. I don't. There's. I don't. You know. No, don't it's think, a shout out. It's yeah, good. Yeah. It's good stuff. So, I'm sure uh, he wouldn't mind. Yeah. So. I'll just I'll just use the first name Corbin. There you go. That we we won't we won't divulge any. Don't other go last name. Keep the identity private. Um. Says hey WMC team, just wanted to stop by and let you guys know that your podcast has been really an amazing resource for my team at my church. I'm not going to say the church because anonymity. I'm the student worship leader for our 412 student ministry. That probably just gave it away. Oh no! <laughs> Everyone's googling 412 minutes. <laughs> Who's got a 412? Um. I've recommended your podcast to many of my team members and worship leader friends as well. Your podcast has helped me, has helped direct me towards more towards the central focus of worship ministry, seeing others come to know Jesus through the ministry of music. Everything from the technical qualities of leading all the way to the fundamentals of being effective worship leaders in the local church. You guys give me a perfect break from the norms of ministry. It gives me a greater insight to a variety of different aspects of worship. You guys keep it up. Nice. And that was cool. Yeah. You, you know, um, David shared that with me earlier before we started recording. And you know, it I, I made I made the comment to David, and I'll I'll say uh, I'll say it on on air. Um, I was going to say live. We're not live, but um, well, no, we're technically live right now. Well, yeah, you and I are this, you but, and I are alive, but yeah. this recording is not going to be live. Whatever. The point I'm making, <laughs> gosh, um, <laughs> the point I'm making. Is David was reading that, and you know, I said to him, I'll, I'll say it here on on air that, um, 
you know, so easy, at least for me, uh, to, you know, we sit up here, we record, you know, we, you know, we've recorded 160 episodes, seven years. And, um, you know, sometimes you forget like, wow, like people are actually listening. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, you get a comment like that and I'm like, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. The, you know, whatever small role, uh, you and I have had, um, you know, in worship ministry, like to be able to share that and to be able to, uh, hopefully encourage others. And that's the whole reason we started mm-hmm. this thing, you know? Yeah. Um, we, we just thought, you know, a lot of times you feel like you're alone out there in worship ministry. You need some help. You need someone to bounce ideas off of. So let's be that for other people if we can and just kind of share that, Hey, we don't have everything figured out. We've said that so many times on the podcast, but we're just trying to help you with what we do know and, and, uh, whatever insights you have offer it, you know, and, and bring it to the table. Uh, so it is encouraging to hear those things from time to time. Yeah. We can see the stats. We know people are listening. You know, we, we know, we know it's still going out there, but uh, it, it does help from time to time to get a get a positive comment feedback. Yeah, yeah. So, so but, thank uh, you, uh, Corbin, for yeah. that. And if you want to help us out more, I mean, people, if you want to help us out, just go to iTunes and leave a good review on the iTunes for us. That's that always helps. It That's helps helps it come up in the. And the search better lets other people who might be considering listening to it know that other people actually do listen to this podcast once in a while. It's so, worthwhile yeah. and all so, that but stuff. But thanks, we appreciate that. Yeah, and uh, speaking of uh, of people, um, uh, I've referenced a couple times in previous episodes. I, I've referenced uh, Zach, uh, one of the the youth guys on my worship team. Zach Hicks. Um, no, no, oh, okay. <laughs> and not not Zach Efron. Okay, yeah. Um, Zach Shoot. Uh, but I want to give a shout out to Zach. Um, uh, he, he's a young man, not a kid. Uh, he's a young man who um, <laughs> uh, wants to be a worship leader when he grows up. Yeah. And I was talking to him um, just yesterday, and I was like, "Hey, man, would you ever want to be on our our podcast? And uh, you know, we could interview you and kind of hear your perspective as you know, as, as a young guy who wants to be a worship leader." And so Zach was all over. He's like, "Oh, that'd be awesome!" and uh, so uh, hopefully in the next uh, episode or, or in, in a future episode, we're going to have Zach on here yeah. to share kind of a little bit about uh, his journey, his heart, some of his experience as a uh, a young worship leader in training, a, a guy who wants to be a worship pastor one day. So that should be cool. Yeah. So looking forward to it, Zach. Isn't it crazy to think like Zach, I don't know, Zach in high school? Yes. Uh, 16, so. I think. Like he's an entire generation removed from us. What? Isn't that crazy? Like there is a uh, there is an entire generation that came that him. came like, between us, like right? That exists. It's like good grief, and <laughs> we're getting I, old fast. I got it, a lot more happening. gray in my hair now, it's and happening. in my beard. I know it's, it's happening, but you know what? We still have hair. Yeah, we do. We, you and I both have hair. It's getting going back a little further up here. But, but, but it's you know, still there. Is there yeah, right? My brother lost all of his by the time he was twenty. So no way. I'm thankful. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy because that that's a real thing, man. Yeah, it's yeah. a real thing. But anyway, this t- this episode we got to get right into it yeah, because sorry. we have an uh, the second part, part two of a great interview with John Egan. If you yep. didn't catch part one, listen to part one. Go back to one fifty nine. Stop right now and come back after you've listened to it. We'll wait for you. And All we're right. back. Yeah, okay, yeah, we're so, <laughs> so thanks for coming back. Um, but make sure uh, you've listened to that if you didn't. But part two of the interview, John and Joe. John and Joe, Joe and John get into a lot of a lot of uh, 
kind of the history a little bit behind new life and get it gets vulnerable gets real yeah no yeah really good stuff practical kind of, yeah kind of uh you know talking about their their big kind of smash hit was uh the my savior lives album which mm-hmm. i have you have mm-hmm. we were we were both commenting how i did it like four easters in yeah, a row. yeah yeah we, we did it two easters in a row yeah. uh we haven't done it though for four or five years and mm-hmm. i'm thinking about bringing it back and everyone was like wow this is a great new song mm-hmm. um <laughs> But talking about that, um, talking about uh, they, they had a tragedy happen at their church mm-hmm. where a shooter came on campus and mm-hmm. uh, shot uh, shot some kids right in the parking lot. It was super sad. Um, yeah. Talking about um, uh, talking about some of what what he does for resting and relaxing, uh, refreshment. We know what we should do. Oh, we should. We should, should we just okay? Well, let's just play the episode. Let's play, let's, let's play the interview. No, I got a great idea. Let's just <laughs> describe the entire. We'll describe the entire interview and then. Okay, yeah, play it. Let me transition a little bit, just ask you a couple of just questions on the the topic of worship in general. Yeah. So one of the things I told you before we were we started is one of the, the very first, it was actually the second worship album I ever purchased was My Savior Lives, which came out in 2007, New Life Worship, I think. And wow. uh, you were part of that project because you've been there for 14 years. So um, if what I want to understand from you maybe a little bit is, is you look at, if you look back to 2006, 2007, yeah. there's been a lot of changes for you as an individual and and what you're doing there. But in terms of worship, how's your perspective on worship perhaps changed? Maybe your approach changed since that time. Yeah. um, There was something really beautiful about my Savior lives. Um, There was a unity about it. There was um, innocence on it. Um, I think it was a great collection of songs. Um, That was when I was kind of coming into more of a maturity in songwriting. Um, so that album has some of my favorites that uh, I still sing. Here, Here in Your Presence was on that, right? That's a great song. Still, thank you. And we actually did that. One of our girl worship leaders, um, she decided to do that last, a few weeks ago at church. And our church still connects to it. It's special for our church. Um, but uh, I think the landscape of worship is just changed a little bit since then um and that um it's not so much about bigger (laughs) right um and i remember when we were developing that project and thinking about the night we released a dvd to be a companion to that project we um it it was a big undertaking a lot of thought a lot of sweat a lot of people and uh, we've really simplified over since then. And, but I think it's because our church is um, right after that recording experienced some of the deepest pain that a church right. community could experience. We um, our scandal and our leadership. And then a year after that, we had a, uh, a shooting on our campus right after a service yeah. where we lost um, some precious teenagers, you know, I mean, murdered right there in our parking lot. It was just absolutely dreadful and uh that changed kind of everything changed what we found valuable and um we had no regrets about my say religion the type of worship that was happening there but i think that we kind of looked at each other and said okay 
you know what, what we need to do now is instead of develop albums, we need to grab buckets and bail water. Yeah. That's what we need to do. And have, one of the best ways that we found that we could grab buckets and bail water was to keep worshiping, was to keep singing. Um, and we did that with, from a, a posture and a position of weakness. Um, and then we found that Paul was right when he said, in your weakness, his, you know, his power is more perfect in our weakness. And, his strength is more perfect than when we are weak. Truly, we are strong. So I think it just changed our. It just, it, you know what? It just grew us up. I think is the best way to describe it. One of my favorite, you know, theologian thinkers, Richard Rohr, talks about the halves of life. In the first half of life, you have to build your castles. You have to. In fact, don't tell a first half of life person not to because they have to build it because it has to crumble. And once it crumbles and what you learn from the crumble will then take you into the second half of life. And it's a, uh, it's not necessarily connected to an age, your first half and second half. But I think right. for us, there was purity then, there was innocence then, but it was a kind of a castle building, you know, era and it all crumbled. And what we learned from the crumbling changed everything for us. And we move forward in that perspective and uh, it's, it's a, an experience that um, we wouldn't trade actually now. Um, so I think that's the difference between then and now um, though. There's such beauty on, I don't think God is a God of, uh, I don't, he's a redeemer. So you don't have regrets from your past. I don't think that's the way it works. He restores all things, redeems all things. So I have missed those, those great things about those days, but I feel a deep, deeper maturity in the church and in the team because of what we went through after that project. Do you, would you say there was a, maybe a sense of naivete yeah, associated I, with that? Yeah, totally. Um, which is kind of beautiful though. And I understand. Yeah. You know, I think innocence is awesome. I think it's something, something to be guarded as so long as it doesn't venture over to ignorance. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we loved what we were doing. We loved our church and loved each other. And, uh, Let's go for it. Let's have fun. And then there was a lot of that. And But man, life, life just showed up in a whole nother way. And it's uh, changed all of us. And, uh, but uh, what's fun, what's crazy, we're still at, we're, we are now, especially in the last few years, having a lot of fun and enjoying life and ministry again. And just such fresh wind in our sails that we feel over the last few years. And uh, we're so grateful and, so we don't want to go back to the time of being completely on our knees and wondering if we'll, you know, if we'll, if the sun will come up again tomorrow. <laughs> but man, it has, uh, it's been a beautiful second. If you look at, that was eight years ago, you know, if you look at the eight years before that and eight years post, I kind of think of it as like those halves of life. You know, you, you build and then you crumble and then you learn from what crumbled. Yeah, it's uh, there's always going to be a wall and you, you get over it or you work your way around it. And then uh, you're that much stronger not to yeah. not to be not to be too trite yeah. uh, sure. either way.
I saw a tweet from you two days ago. So yeah. you, see if you can remember this. I sometimes stalk Twitter when I'm getting ready to interview somebody. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I, but I loved what you said here. The best and worst thing we do is watch and listen back to Sunday service. It's a sweet mixture of why God, why, and hey, I sound pretty good. So, yeah, yeah. That's so about what, as what happened, like, yeah. what happened that made you write that? Well, so like I was telling you about the studio that we had developed, we're able now to broadcast. Um, we're just taking everything and re-recording everything that we do, which is not something everyone can do, but right. um, because we're live streaming. But then, you know, we, we picked up a lot more viewers and people that were cluing in church, and we thought, well, let's try to make this sound better than the board mix, so we got the studio, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah. And now because of that, we thought, you know what? Hey, we just want to send this every week now on Monday. We get Everyone gets a YouTube link. The guys who played and sang gets a YouTube right. service. Because it's unbelievable what you could see, what you can learn by watching thirty seconds of it. What you can learn—it's awful. Um, and it's, from the way you appear, how your your demeanor, your body language, and then and then for me as a guitar player or singer, these habits that you forgot were habits, and it's a glaring reminder of like, hey, you fell into that again. And so I had been watching. You know, we watch them every week at some point, usually individually. I brought up the mix and. Uh, I was I was bizarrely tired Sunday morning, which caused me to slip into an old habit. And uh, I noticed it. I thought, oh, my gosh, you know. So I felt totally, like, one inch tall. Uh, and then there'd be moments where I was like, oh, that's, hey, that's pretty, I'm getting better. <laughs> uh, and then the next, you know, sentence or there's, you know, verse or whatever, I go, oh, my goodness, you know. And so the emotional whiplash and uh so i just thought let me uh, i'll tweet about it just because it's it's vulnerable and um but i think it's i've learned so much from doing it there's things i'll never do again because i watched it and got oh my goodness that doesn't work that's <laughs> actually a practice i mean you're encouraging it here in your follow-up you basically i cannot urge this practice more strongly yeah it's something that I've tried to incorporate at my church. I haven't been as successful. Just we're a, we're a church of about a hundred people, yeah. pretty, you know, a typical yeah. uh, size church and uh, having the resources to do that is difficult. And when, I remember the first time we recorded the whole worship portion of the service and went back and listened to it. Yeah. The next Sunday I didn't, I, I almost froze yeah. because I felt like, Oh, I just, I know what I sound like yeah. now. And, uh, I don't want to do that again. I know. And, you know, you have to be willing to, to critique yourself and, and receive criticism from other people if you want to grow. So if you're just sitting there saying, please don't tell me anything, you are, to use the word you used a few minutes ago, you are being ignorant. Yeah. You are willfully ignoring yeah. what's available to you. And, and I think it's all it's, because of your own fears. I mean, I think deeply yeah. embedded in a lot of people is, well, in, you know, in the fallen world we live in is shame shame is I'm not enough I can't do this and that's shared when we start sharing notes we all feel that the fear though then comes in like everyone's going to discover I'm not enough and then we start to control the environment like well I'm not going to watch this stuff so I don't have to deal with it I'm not going to receive criticism so I don't have to confirm that I'm not enough the best way to just destroy those walls is to go all the way and bring a big fat wrecking ball into it and which is that's one of the things we're doing when we're watching ourselves and listening to ourselves. 
it's well, it's humiliating in probably the best possible way. Totally. But it can also be affirming, uh, like you said, when you say, "Hey, I sound pretty good." Yeah. I mean, there are you, you're going to learn what you do well and what you don't do well. You have the opportunity, yeah. just from a very practical sense. Yeah. You know, to get those down, you don't want to be a distraction to people yeah. worshiping. Yeah. And exactly. that's what I want people to understand. That's my mantra to my worship team is our, our job is not to showboat. Our job is not really to be Ooh. noticed. We want to lead. But ultimately, we want to make sure we don't distract. We need to be play well enough that we don't distract, but not yeah. to the point where we think we are the show. It's an issue of trust to me. I mean, yeah. any, I mean it's. Uh, worship leadership or leadership period is an issue of trust. And if if our people are bettering themselves and putting themselves through the ringer to get better, then I you know, shouldn't trust them. And if you can't trust them, they shouldn't be on stage and they shouldn't be leading. But uh, it, yeah, it's it's an amazing thing. You we you got to have some instant feedback, or you're going to do things that you don't think matter, but they matter. Uh, guitar players are going. I mean, I didn't think that was even heard. I was just kind of getting ready for the next section. And, and so, Hey, that was not only heard, but it kind of hurt the situation, the song. And, um, it's like, wow. Okay. Got it. Jeez. And it's like changes you. It helps you. Anybody who's listening, worship folks out there, just that's something to consider. Even if all you do is, you know, set somebody's laptop up and record yeah, right. the audio yeah. from that. If you don't have any other way to do it or set somebody's phone out there, mm-hmm. you know, it's great to see you on stage too, mm-hmm. um, to see how you respond. I tend to not smile. Yeah. yeah. I get really intense. Right. And, uh, but I mean, there's just little things that you probably not aware that you do and it's painful when you first watch it. But frankly, the more you hear yourself, the more you see yourself, the easier it is, uh, to accept to accept that and move forward. So I'm glad you shared that because that was a great launching point to to share that with some of the worship teams out there. Yeah, good. ago we were interrupted by uh, your pastor Brady Boyd yeah. right yeah. so that just leads me to just ask what's going on at New Life these days what's going on with your church yeah uh, we're so grateful you know like I talked about earlier in the podcast or interview we've got quite a story you know quite a testimony so yes you do honestly the little things like you just witnessed Pastor Brady popping in and we're laughing and smiling those are the little miracles to us you know those are the little things like wow we get to still do this you know and people are still coming and we've seen great growth in the church in the last couple of years and um you know we just it's it's, it's corrected from seasons of, of brokenness in a lot of ways um, but our spirits are still a good broken um but uh it's been tremendous we uh one of the things we we've done in the last few years um is reached out to our community and done some so we have quite a population of single uh, uh single moms uh that are oh, yeah. us. um pretty high in in Colorado Springs so when we discovered that um we just had some series of miracles 
show up where we were able to actually as a church in the middle of kind of correcting things of our church and paying off debt that was occurred in just those seasons of that was just incredibly hard we were able to we actually lost a uh, a whole apartment complex for single moms with their kids who are homeless and that's been a project for the last few years it just opened a few weeks ago actually and now we have moms and they're living there actually we had a baby born at it's called we call it mary's home and uh we had a baby born there so that's been really amazing um thing that uh, we've done as a church in the last few years um our worship leadership has just grown we have more songwriters right now that one of the convictions for me is to raise up other writers and you know for a long time it was just a handful of guys writing so it's I mean, I have a Dropbox link right now because we're getting ready to record a live album in the next few months and congregational worship and got about 30-something songs in my Dropbox from about 15 wow. of our writers. Um, that's That's been a real, just, it's been really energizing for me to watch the health of our worship leadership uh, happening. And, you know, we have a conference next week, and uh, which I think by the time this is being shown uh, will be the last day of the conference will be happening, but uh there's always next year, guys. It's, yeah, it's called New Life Conference. You know, it's just, we have some friends of ours come in, songwriters, worship leaders, and then we have some, also some friends of ours, pastors, who come in, and we just have a time of refreshing and um, just getting together and talking about some serious things that could help us launch into a new year of ministry at our churches. Um, you know, our Desperation Conferences have just been awesome. You know, that, that started 12 years ago, just a youth movement of prayer and, you know, passion and we just got done with that a few uh, in July. That was just unbelievable. We had five hundred teenage, uh, five hundred five thousand plus teenagers packed up in here. Just well, five hundred is a good number too, oh, but five thousand, yeah, overwhelming. Yeah, we take both, <laughs> but uh, we just did that. So it's really um, that's and which has fueled our, our. We have a school of worship that we've um, had for right. quite a while. That's conference has really fueled that school, and um, you know. But I would say what we're most grateful for is just for another day. I mean, we, we just feel good. There's grace for the day. And then we, you know, we feel more confident in our tomorrow than we ever have. And we're grateful to be just a community church, you know, just to help our community in different ways. And to, you know, we write these songs and I mean, I'm, I'm a dreamer and I want to, I want to write a million songs that change the world. Sure. <laughs> uh, but, uh, so to see some of that happening is always pretty amazing. I mean, really amazing actually. So I hope to see more of that. I think we're going to, we're poised to see more of that, but we'll see what the Lord wants to do. Well, you mentioned the word uh, re- refreshment or refreshing. So I'm just curious as we're, we're wrapping up because I've had you on here for a while. Yeah. Is uh, what what are you doing for yourself? You know, you've been there for 14 years yeah. um, to make sure that you that you are refreshed as an individual, yeah. so that you're bringing your best yeah. to your congregation. Well, I'll tell you, I, I cannot emphasize enough the value of of a Sabbath life. Um, yeah. Our pastor is brilliant at that. He came along eight years ago and he showed up and he looked at all of our eyes and just like, okay, you go, you'll have bloodshot eyes and you're all just exhausted. Let's figure out a way to get a better pace. He called, you know, sustainable pace. And so, you know, we do some traveling with the music, all that stuff, but we are so careful and so cautious to get a Sabbath, uh, once a week. Um, so we, and then we want to, you know, Typical week, you know, people get a weekend Saturday, Sunday. We'll take, uh, you know, like Friday, Saturday. And we're always like one day to rest completely, don't do anything, and one day then to get stuff done around the house or whatever. But, yeah, um, that's I think because that's such a value to our pastor. It's really trickled down to all of us so that you know there's a, lang- a shared language of you know what I'm getting, 
I'm getting burned out. I'm getting, okay, get out of here. Let's go take 24 hours. Yeah. Just go do that. So, uh, you got to, there's no substitute for just, you got to take time to rest. You got to take time to get away. And rest is a, is a, you have to have a lot of confidence in God to rest. People don't want to rest because they feel like while they're resting, the world's going to pass them by. I understand. That's yeah. an identity crisis that a lot of us have. And, uh, we feel like we need to earn our rest. We have to accomplish enough so then we could rest. And that's just not the principle of Sabbath. Uh, it's something that the Lord is not only gifting to us, but he actually is commanding it. And, um, so I think that would be the big thing that kind of keeps us sane is that we know that we're not going to be running for 40 days straight and uh, without, a, without a second to breathe. So once again, another shout out to Joe Brookhouse. Thanks for doing the interview with John. Yeah, thank you, Go Joe. check out Frequency.fm if you haven't done that yet. Which, yeah, Joe's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, I, I got to know him a little bit at that conference, and, and he's he's fun. He's got such a great radio voice. He does. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Like, when I was listening to... If you uh, need voiceover work, boom. book Joe. When I was listening to that interview with, with him and John, and I understand, you know, John was a little garbly because, you know, he's on the phone or Skype or whatever right. they're doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, like... I was listening to Joe talk. I'm like, dude, uh, you know, this, this guy, he's so soothing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could listen to him and just like fall asleep in like a, a, a peaceful dream. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, there's, there's depth in his voice, like a deep voice, but it's yeah. also warm. It's warm. And, yeah. yeah. And it's like, it's like, it's uh, like the exact opposite of mine. You know, <laughs> I, I'm like, nah, you know, and Joe's like, hello. But uh, anyway, <laughs> Thanks, Joe, Thank for, you, the, Joe. Uh, for the interview. And thanks, John, for your time to come on the podcast. Great stuff. want to just kind of follow it up a little bit because you said some really good things there. Um, for instance, you know, I thought the, the where you're talking about building up and building up and building up and then it all comes crashing down. Mm. And sometimes we it seems like we almost all have to go through that. Yeah. To kind of to kind of get into the second phase of our lives. Um, mm. I know I've been through that. Um, and, you know, I. I um. I didn't know about that about that shooting on the campus. I hadn't heard about it until until he shared it then. And yeah, I mean, talk about an ultimate crash, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, I, I think we've all experienced mm-hmm. a little bit of the some, some level of crash. But boy, how hard would that be as a church, mm-hmm. you know? Um, I mean, we we had, we had kind of a hard time at our church a number of years ago where some students lost their lives um, at, at a mm-hmm. camp. Uh, they were they drowned. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the guys from our church almost drowned trying mm-hmm. to save right. uh, the, the people. And, you know, that was hard. Mm-hmm. That, that was a hard time. But yeah. I really appreciated uh, John's um, honesty and humility in that. Yeah. And But then moving into a practical, mm-hmm. really practical discussion. This is actually something we're looking finally at <laughs> catching up with technology. And setting up a camera <laughs> to record our service. Yeah, we still don't have yeah. it, so don't feel bad, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, we're we've got a, uh, you know, our our screen is still the old four three ratio, ten twenty four by nice. seven sixty eight. We see we've at least gone widescreen, yeah. so we're we're yeah. <laughs> we're inching closer. We're gonna have to get a new projector soon because ours, I mean, it's dim and yeah. Uh, even when you put in a new bulb in it, it's just dim to, to what people are used to. So yeah, but um. Yeah, you know, watching yourself, evaluating yourself, right. um, and when you're when you are responsible for leading people, uh, I think I think we have we have that responsibility to make sure that we're not doing things that people kind of have to put up with, right? The people are just like, oh, there he goes on that thing again, or yep, there he just did that it's every week. How many? It's like like the you know, 
the tick counter. How many, how many ticks is he going to have? And is, you know, <laughs> well, I, I yeah. love what John said where he goes, you know, uh, he was really tired on some Sunday morning and he kind of slipped into an old habit. Didn't even realize it. And then he's watching and he's like, Oh man, are you kidding me? I did that. It reminds me. Um, <laughs> I, we had, uh, I won't, I won't say his name because he's a good guy, but, uh, uh, had him for a class at Multnomah. And he said, me thinks me, all the time. I, you know we, who we I'm start, talking about? No, remember Were we, we in that class yes, together? Yeah. And we started yeah. keeping a tally. We, we had the tally. That was you and me. <laughs> yes. I, on, on the page one of my syllabus, yeah. um, I started keeping a tally. Yeah. And by the end of the semester, like it was in the hundreds, I think, or yeah. close. It was like yeah. 75 yeah. or 80. Yep. And he would always say, me thinks that. And, and it was just like a normal. And I'm like, me thinks? What are you, Jar Jar Binks? Like. What is, of course, that was before Star Wars Episode <laughs> One came out, but yeah, I mean, but but that's a really good example uh, because like your people have to sit through that stuff and are like, are you giving them some? Are you giving them something to tally? Mm. That's a distraction, right. or like, or are you are you working to improve yourself so that that oh. doesn't happen? Boy, now you got me thinking. I wonder what things I do yeah. that people are like, oh, he always mm-hmm. says that every Sunday. They're, um, they're just waiting for it. Like, yeah. oh, he said it. Yeah, yeah. I should ask Zach. Yeah. When we have Zach on the show, yes. we'll ask him that. Yes. What What is it that Kevin does every week? <laughs> nice. But uh, but then the last thing he talked about. Yeah, the rest, the the Sabbath. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was good. Yeah, because I'm feeling that right now. Like I'm mm. like I need a you know need a break. You know, just you kind of you push for so long, you don't yeah. even realize you're still pushing and pushing and pushing, and uh, kind of gone through some personal you know family transitions this year, moving and. And all of that stuff. And so like you're spending all of your off time working while, you know, working hard on stuff. And then you're back on working hard on stuff. And it's like you, some point in time, you got to, you got to hit that pause button. You, you got to soak, mm-hmm. you know, you got to have some time to just slow down. Uh, what the scripture says, you know, uh, Sabbath was made for man, right? Not, Not man, man for, for the Sabbath. Sabbath. And that's what Jesus said. Uh, we need a break. We need rest. We were d- built and designed to need that reset. And uh, it's it's real easy in t- today's day and age to not do that. No. Yeah. We, we have we have a seemingly infinite amount of potential distractions that can keep us busy at a moment's notice. Yeah. And so we have to be intentional about that and make sure we're not uh, burning the candle at both ends. Yeah. Good. So a final thought here. Uh, in case you didn't realize it, I didn't realize it until David pointed it out. Um, all the the bumper music between the segments was from uh, John Egan from New Life Worship's new instrumental CD called mm. Soak. Yeah, and uh, that was episode one fifty nine. Uh, we talked about um, Soak and Joe mm-hmm. interviewed uh, John Egan about that. So, which by the uh, way, I just want to say, right now we don't have a bathtub in our house, <laughs> and sometimes. Your kids need to soak in the bathtub and get all of the dirt and the yeah, grime off, right? Right. So what do you do? Yeah. H- so, hose them down. Well, like we go to in-laws' house and <laughs> there stuff you go. like that. But, but so sometimes we just need to soak in yeah. God's presence. And, yeah. And it just when our fallen nature in a fallen world, there's a lot that kind of gets you know kind of gets on us, and sometimes you got to soak in it and let yeah. it all fall off. And so make sure you go buy it. Don't don't just listen to it on Spotify. Don't just don't just listen to it on iTunes. Actually purchase the album. That's good stuff. Um, and and soak in it for a while. So that's all the time we have for this episode. Episode 160. 
In the can. In the can. So uh, if you want to, we'd love for you to check us out. WorshipMinistryCatalyst.com, Facebook.com, slash Facebook.com slash Worship Ministry Catalyst, Twitter.com slash WM Catalyst. You can send an email to David at Worship Ministry Catalyst.com or Kevin at Worship Ministry Catalyst.com. And uh, maybe this is what should replace the voicemail. Uh, we love it if you'd leave a review on iTunes. There you go. Yeah. And Forget then, the voicemail. Yeah. We're, we're done with the voicemail. Voicemail number. is so, you know, so 1990s, you know. Uh, so, so review right. on iTunes and uh, spread yeah. the word. Let the let the world know we still exist. Seven years, 160 episodes. And still going strong. Going strong. Woo. We'll catch you next time. Bye-bye. Twitter.com slash WM Catalyst. Facebook.com slash Worship Ministry Catalyst.